Good evening. Today is Monday, June 13th, uh, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter is How It Works, Step 4, and our speaker tonight is Tom L. Thank you, Tom. Uh, good afternoon. Um, I'm in somewhat of a crisis right now. This is my office. I work at a uh, government department, and uh, we have... A, a very bad dude who is going to leave jail like in a few hours. And uh, one of our attorneys is filing a case and um, I need to get this over in about 10 minutes. And I apologize for that, but crazy circumstance. Anyway, um, I'll show my pictures, start out with a bang. Um, if you could uh, share the screen and do that. All right, the large gentleman is me. Top row is before OA. Um, that's my skinny brother next to me and my nephew, his son. Um, my top weight is around 490, 500 pounds. I wasn't really weighing at that point. Um, the bottom row is after OA. The, the lovely couple is me and my wife, uh, married in 2009. We were several years abstinent, and uh, I stayed abstinent till about 2018, um, normal weight. And then I drifted off because I was no longer interested in doing what we need to do here to stay here. So the last picture is me and my wife, both in relapse. We met in OA. And yeah, that's, uh, that's what happens when uh, I forget what I am. So what happened was... Three years ago, I ended up in the hospital with a blood clot in my leg and uh, couldn't breathe because it, it, it broke off, went to my lung. Um, I was absent for a few days in the hospital because they feed you chicken and vegetables. And then uh, I left and I started eating again because I figured I couldn't connect dying with having to work a program. I don't know why that is, but when I'm under the influence, nothing matters. So anyway, um, I came back uh, due to another addiction, which got me ejected from my house. Uh, Bill writes in, in his story that his health fell off, his moral and physical health fell off like a ski jump. Obviously, my physical health fell off like a ski jump. My moral health also did so. So uh, uh, yes, I was suddenly shocked into abstinence. I knew I didn't want to give up and, and die uh, or lose my marriage. So I asked for help. And I called someone who practices food sobriety. There are many ways of being sober in Overeaters Anonymous. We have one of them. Um, and uh, I, that was 11 months ago. So I have 11 months of sobriety, just to let you know. I'm down about 90 pounds from, from that time. Um, I've also reassembled my home. Uh, I recently been promoted to this office. I used to be in a cubicle. Um, a lot of good things have happened, none of which I've done. Uh, I know some of you from the meetings we attend. And uh, so what did I do? Well, uh, I called my sponsor every day, Monday through Friday, talked to him for about 30 minutes in the dark before sunrise. Uh, I was willing to do whatever he said. We worked through this book, beautiful book, Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, we got to the fourth step and he said, give me your top 10. 
I don't want to hear your whole life story. I want to see the patterns. Do it now. No, 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 uh, no, no, no year long four step. So I sat down, I wrote down a list. Of course, it's my wife. It's my, my parents. It's my brother. It's, you know, it's the usual people. I can go on for 50 or 60 or 70, but I gave him 10. Uh, he said, okay, well, why do you, why are you, why are you mad at him? I wrote that down. What did it affect? Did it affect how people view me, et cetera? And then we got to the prayer part. And the prayer part was on page 50, 67. I always forget this part because it, it shows that I cannot tolerate resentment. Though we did not like their symptoms and the way these disturbed us, they like ourselves were sick too. We asked God to help us show them the same tolerance, pity, and patience that we would cheerfully grant a sick friend. When you've hurt me, I don't think of you like my friend who's in the hospital. I think of you as evil, an enemy. And uh, I will think about that for years. Even after you've died, I will think that way. So uh, this is a prayer to, and we're asking for a miracle, to help me not think that way and help me see my part. I wrote that down. I wrote down 10 fears, top 10 fears, very similar, and the harms to people in my life. And then I drove to his house. He lives in LA, I'm in Orange County. We don't do that for no reason. <laughs> we have to have a good reason to do that. Um, and I sat there for two Saturdays for an hour and a half each telling this man that thing. Um, I didn't leave anything out. Uh, I also revealed to him some things about myself that I don't want anybody to know. Um, sexually, racially, politically, um, things that I just don't want. I, it's just not, I don't share that. And uh, he thought it was funny. And then he, uh, he went on and we went through the, the, following, uh, the following seven steps. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. I'm currently sponsoring two people. Uh, they are a joy in my life. I made amends to my family. I'm going to make amends to my father in a few days. And uh, yeah, if I stop doing this, I go back to the jolly person in the last picture or dead. I'm 55 and there ain't a lot happening right now. I really apologize. I have to run to the clerk's office and file this case. I will be back as soon as I can. What an asshole. But I, I wouldn't stand for it. Put me on your fourth step list. I'd appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom, so much. All right, we will now open the meeting for, I guess, three minute shares because Tom has exited the building. Um, as this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically, sharing should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. Um, so if you uh, would like to share, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions or star nine if you're on the phone. And the Zoom host will call uh, the raised hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Um, and Rich, if you would set your timer for three minutes for each share and announce when time is up. Um, speaker is not here right now, so we'll skip that part. And that's it.
Um, we're going to start with Amy B. Thank you, Victoria. And thank you, Lisa. Amy B. Compulsive Overeater living gratefully in a recovered state today. I know Tom's not uh, here at the moment. I am just, I'm so, I wanted to comment. I raised my hand because of just the demonstration of he showed up with honesty. He showed up with integrity. It didn't go according to his script. He owned it. He came forward with it. And like what I am seeing to continue in the paragraph that he read at the top of 67, how can I be helpful? God save me from being angry. So it's like in this situation, he is being, he came to be helpful to the meeting, to carry a message. And he also has a responsibility. I mean, I don't want to speak for him, but like, you know, holding up a mirror or whatever, he's showing like being helpful. And like, I have an opportunity. And when he said, you know, put me on your fourth step, like, should, should I have something that would go on a fourth step because of this? It's an opportunity for me to untie a knot that's mine. Because um, the way other people show up um, has always been my focus. When in reality, the only thing that's my business, that's my work, is how I show up. Um, and the fourth step is a really, really great data gathering uh, tool. It's a, it's a tool for data gathering and problem solving. It shows me how I show up how I would show up if I was aligned and when I'm at fault, what should I do instead? That's a, that's a formula for, for meeting my life differently because two and three is not going to change. It's just how I show up in four. And um, it, it's, it's really, it's just laid out for me. It's such a wonderful, helpful tool. And um, I also love that he spoke about, give me your top 10, keep it, keep it tight, like find your patterns um, quality, quality share. Bang for the buck. I love it. Um, I'm going to pass. I'd love to hear what everybody else has to say. Thank you, Amy B. Next up is Colleen. Colleen, you are unmuted, but we cannot hear you. If you would, I don't know if you, um, I cannot see if you're talking, so I'm not sure. There you go. All right, we cannot hear you, unfortunately. Okay. All right, if you wanna, Colleen, if you wanna put your hand back up, if you get a different audio connection, we can uh, move you to a, a higher up spot in line. Apologies for that. All right, next we're gonna go with Ann L. Hi, my name's Anna. I'm a compulsive overeater, gratefully recovered. I really miss coming to this meeting. I've had other stuff going on in my life and um, haven't been able, I didn't, couldn't make it at all last week. So, um, and Tom um, had a beautiful but short share and I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, I still um, have to practice looking at those columns. You know, I have a sheet I pull out and I still have to practice looking at the columns and making sure when I'm doing, um, you know, some of my step work along the way, um, that I'm answering things the right way and that I'm doing things the right way. Um, I, I can't memorize anything. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I can memorize some prayers, but 
when it comes to all those forms and things, I can't memorize all that stuff. So um, I just pull my sheets out of my drawer here and, and look at them. And then it helps me remember what I'm supposed to be talking about when I'm talking to people um, on the phone or talking to um, um, people in person. Um, and, um, you know, we have an in-person meeting here now in town, and it, it's exciting to go to an in-person meeting again. I've been to one for such a long time. But, um, you know, I really liked what Tom had to say. I liked that he kept it short and sweet because um, I know when I did my fourth step, I had so many things that were all very similar. And um, so it was always all about the patterns that I could see once I got further enough into it. Um, so that I could look at what I kept doing over and over again. That was the same thing that I kept doing that was wrong to do. And I'm just grateful for the people that have sponsored me in this program and helped me get to where I am. And that's all I have to share. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Anne. Next up, we have Maggie M. Hi, this is Maggie M. Um compulsive eater living in a state of recovery. Um, I really appreciated that share. It was short and sweet, um, got to the point. Um, and that's what I needed to hear because I'm taking another fourth step um, in another program soon. Um, and what I heard in that share was, I, I mean, there, when I went through the steps the first time in a way, um, I learned about what are called the fifth step promises. Um, it says we are delighted. We can look the world in the eye. We can be alone at perfect peace and ease. Our fears fall from us. Um, we begin to feel the nearness of our creator. And what I just saw was um, not being afraid, like something, something came up and there wasn't this like trying to finagle it. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm one of those people, I guess I'll just speak for myself. Like when I make a mistake, um, I feel like I have to hide it. Like nobody can see that I just messed up. Um, that is such a um, powerful urge for me. Um, and it's so much better um, now that I'm living in a state of recovery. Um, I can mess up. Um, sometimes I even violate the traditions accidentally. Um, but um, and say the wrong thing and, and, you know, put something in the group chat that's not supposed to be there. Um, and that would have been like causes for going to the food um, at a different time in my life. Um, but yeah, I'm really just working towards um, what it says in those fifth step promises. We are delighted. We can look the world in the eye. Um, that's, that's really where I want to go. Um, I still have trouble um, looking people in the eye, looking myself in the eye. Um, I've been talking about lately that just because I'm recovered doesn't mean I like levitate three inches off the ground. Um, I used to think before I got recovered, like when I would call recovered people, like I was talking to the Buddha um, and we were in two different categories of people. Um, and I'm learning um, in recovery that we're all still just people. Um, and that was kind of a surprise to me. Um, but yeah, there was something I wanted to share today because I'm really proud of it and excited about it. I went to weight maintenance today with my nutritionist. Um, and that's a big deal to me because it means I don't, I'm not waiting to lose another five pounds. Um, like I'm good enough as I am. Um, the weight loss period of my program is over. Um, and I'm just maintaining my weight and, um, learning what it's like to be in this body and to start, um, really loving it and treating it with the gentleness and kindness that, 
it deserved all along. Um, and yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Thanks, guys. I pass. Um, thank you, Maggie. I'll also just say I see that Tom is back. No pressure whatsoever. But if there's anything else you would like to say, or if it's okay if folks could ask you questions, um, if it, if not, we're very flexible here. So if not, that's totally fine as well. I know how uh, on-call work situations can go. Um, but barring none, we will follow up with Eileen. I, I said everything and yeah, whatever you'd like to do. I'm Perfect. Cool. Okay. Thanks, Tom. Go ahead, Eileen. Okay. Hi, I'm Eileen, compulsive overeater. Um, I really just want to thank everybody for being here tonight. Um, it just, I look forward to these meetings so much, if only just to see everybody's faces. And even if you're not on camera, just to see your names, knowing that you're here um just brings me so much peace um because you know just the familiarity the new familiarity of of this meeting is just very feels very safe for me um when kind of everything outside of here just kind of feels not familiar um so i'm just very grateful for that um and again tom thank you for your share tonight um I, uh, I also want to kind of say just so it's out there out loud that as I'm working on my men's list, um, and I just have to write the list, I find myself kind of putting that off. Um, and I don't want to put that off. Um, so I just want to put that out there that I'm finding some resistance there. Um, and also today, I have this really bad, I have this really bad habit. I have this this pattern for like my whole life that I've done where I get really um, angry I'm in this triad and the pattern is still there and I'm still participating in the pattern. And what's happening now is that I, I'm very uncomfortable in the pattern. And that just seems to be the only change that has happened is that I'm now really uncomfortable in it. Um, and I guess I just need to be grateful that it's uncomfortable um, but I have so much shame that I'm still kind of acting out in this behavior. Um, it's, and it's an acting out anger behavior and, um, it's just uncomfortable now. And it's like, I see myself doing it and it just, I feel really bad about it because I want to be changed, you know, like I want it to be done. Um, I, I see it happening and I'm, and I, today I'm just like, I mean, you're just powerless. You're just powerless over this behavior right now. And you're just doing the best you can. But it's really hard because I feel like I know better, so I should do better. But I feel like it's like I'm powerless over the food. I feel like I'm powerless over the behavior. And it's so humbling and embarrassing and um, kind of like shaming a little bit for myself because I wish that I could just be a better person in this area. And, and I'm just, I'm like, I feel like I'm just not, you know, and, and I guess the best I could, I could try to do is just, you know, give myself a little slack and hopefully one day I'll be able to, you know, be better. And, um, and that it is, it's getting more and more uncomfortable and that there, I have a, I have a program now, right. That I can, I can, um, I can work at it. So, or turn it over to God, which is what I'm trying to do in all areas of my life. So anyways, just wanted to share that here. Thank you so much. I love you guys so much. So glad to be here. Thank you. 
Thank you, Eileen. Next, we're gonna go with Gunit. Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon. Good evening, I should say. I'm so used to the morning meetings. Hi, everybody, Gunit's compulsive overeater. I'm trying to get on this phone, right? So I hope you can hear me or see me or something like that, but either way. Great view, great view, great sound. Thank you so much, Victoria. And thank you everyone for making this happen. Tom, amazing share. Uh, thank you so much. It just shows me less words, more about the power behind them, action, everything. And thank you everybody for letting me claim my seat here. There's a reason I got confused and more. I'm usually try to log in for a little bit something in the morning. And it's that share is exactly why I'm, I'm coming off of like a 24 hour getaway. Thank you, God. Um, and it's just why I want to claim my seat to good evening. You know, I just know I want to get grounded, especially when I leave for something. And especially when it's not convenient for me to leave based on everything going on the outside and somehow there's a tremendous amount of faith in action, just like a higher power just kicks me in the butt and says, no, you're going to go do this for yourself. Kicking and screaming, I go. But it is something that is so kind. And when I go and then there's the reality of how everybody else kind of is living and eating and all of that. And then, you know, there's me doing my reality. And then when I get to claim my seat, it just reminds me that's why that this is why, so that I can stay in that grounding, so that I can stay in that humbleness. And I take my step work with me and everything else and always comes, this is the growth from that self-centered side where I used to say, oh my God, but that's me being self-centered because others need me here. No, that was my self-centered where the guilt and the shame and the fear comes in. So I'm like, with all the deadlines coming up this week or so forth, I know, I don't know, I don't know. There, If a higher power got me to take faith in action for here, a higher power got me in faith for one second of abstinence, forget about the, I mean, a miracle of the days and the years, that higher power is gonna manage everything else. And I, God willing, just need to stay out of it and just keep being here. And that's, you know, that hopefully will keep me out of myself and just answer the prayer of keep me calm. And thank you for letting me claim my seat. Thank you. Thanks, Kenneth. All right, next up we have, oh, I think I might've pressed the wrong button, Nancy. Hold on. Next, we have Ian F. Hey, y'all. My name is Ian F., also a reader. Very grateful to be here. Thank you, Tom, for your share. It's wonderful. Um, I don't know if you're still here. Uh, I can't see it. Um, but it was wonderful. Um, wow, like top 10. I've never heard that before. Um, I know my sponsor said, what's weighing on you right now? <laughs> you know, which is a much shorter list than, than going back to Angelo, who pushed me in third grade, <laughs> you know, um, but I heard, I heard this wonderful, um, wonderful share one time that, that changed, changed, like blew my mind about the fourth step of, of someone who actually works search and rescue. And, and she was like, you know, this is, um, if I, if I'm jumping out of the helicopter and, and I see a person who's been crushed by rebel, 
you know, I don't walk up to her and say, well, how do you feel? You know, what led you up to this moment? I pull the rubble off of her and I say, okay, you have a broken ankle, you have three bruised ribs, you have, et cetera, et cetera. You know, that's kind of what the fourth step is. And that's what I was reminded of tonight is this inventories. Um, yes, I have feelings. Yes, I have a lot of emotions and they are all tied up in there. But the point of it is to be like, all right, here's what's, here's what's making me sick. You know, here's, here's what's perpetuating that. Um, and to let it go, I need to know what it is. And that's all it is. It's just, it's just a fact-facing and fact, um, fact-finding and fact-facing mission. Um, yeah, I'm going to shut up because that's about all I've got. Love you all. Thank you, Ian. And next we'll go with Nancy P. Hi, uh, everybody. Nancy P. again, recovered in Western Massachusetts. So I really liked um, what the speaker said about this shortness of the fourth step because I have done several in my life. And um, the first time I did one without any training or advice or any anything, I just took a legal sized piece of paper and I wrote at the top of each one, the seven deadly sins. And I just wrote until I started to repeat myself. Like that was the unschooled, untutored Nancy P's effort. And, I went through the big book step study once before and, you know, um, I wrote my fourth step one hour a night, six nights a week for three years and it was 550 pages, but it didn't take and I ate for 13 more years. And then I, um, I did it with my vision sponsor and she was a pretty no nonsense person and um, she she was kind of actually scary. No nonsense is sort of the metaphor, the a euphemism, but she, we talked about, you know, we were doing the steps and she said, okay, and so the next time we speak will be two weeks from Friday and you will read your fourth step to me. And I was like, you read, do your fifth step. And I thought, what do you mean? What about the three years, the one hour a night and all this? And, um, you know, but I didn't say peep because she scared me so much. And, um, but, you know, I got it done and I got to the same place to the word that I did with my 550 page in parentheses very boring book that I wrote and um, what I learned about that was also about patterns but that was for me that was beside the point for what I learned was first of all that the fourth step is not a baby that has to be birthed it's a list that I'm making and I'm not afraid of lists they're a way to organize my thinking and that's it if I go to the grocery store and I forget something in the produce aisle, by the time I get to the laundry detergent, I got to go all the way back and get it. This is not a scary thing. It's not anything other than a list to organize my thinking. And the other thing that I learned in the course of doing it was that I am not driven by a hundred forms of fear. I'm driven by six or eight forms of fear, fear of not getting what I want, fear of not getting what I need, fear of not someone taking something from me, fear of losing something, other people's opinions, you know, heights and, I don't know, roller coasters, you know, a few things like that. What I, so I'm only driven by a hundred forms of fear expressed by a thousand forms of resentment. And, um, you know, when you take the dress and the shoes and the makeup off of a resentment, what you have is a shriveled up, ugly fear. And I learned that by doing my fourth step with someone who was pretty much to the point. I mean, my own personal opinion is what I tell my own sponsees is that chart that it says we were usually as definite as this example. And it talks about Mr. Brown, Mrs. Jones, the employer and the wife. I'll, I'll wrap up. 
I actually think that's an entire fourth step. And, um, you know, today I, I go through the fourth step pretty quick with my own sponsees and no one died from it. Um, and so thank you so much for speaking. I enjoyed your share and I'll pass. Thank you, Nancy P. Next up, we will go with Lisa N. Hey, Lisa, Compulsive Overeater in Georgia. Thank you so much, Tom. I too, I loved it. It was, it was to the point. It was, everything you said was, it was like the meat, you know, <laughs> the meat of the, um, of the fourth step. And, um, you know, my experience has been, I I've done long ass four steps. I mean, where I went back to my first memories and that served a purpose at one time. Um, and I've, I've done all kinds of different four steps, but what I, looking back over the years, everything, um, that has been revealed, things have been revealed to me as I was ready to understand them. So for the longest time, I know it says it's a fact finding and it's a fact facing, um, endeavor that we're going on, but I didn't really understand that. And I certainly did not understand my part, uh, even the columns, I would just go through check, 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 you know, just, and I didn't understand. And then I finally met somebody who explained, it was actually Lori C. I went through his workbook and his study guide and the way it was explained and the words were defined, it was a whole new ball game for me. And then I finally understood. And I used to feel so much shame when I would do these four steps, like, oh, Lisa, she is just a piece of crap. No, those were my coping mechanisms. I mean, that's all I knew, you know? So the four step is just, it's ingenious. I mean, I'm, I will forever be grateful to Bill W and Dr. Bob. And um, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a pleasure these days to be able to get to do one. So thanks. Thank you, Lisa. All right, next I see Colleen has their hand back up. So we're gonna see if we can hear Colleen this time. Hello, everybody, can you hear me? Yes, that is amazing, thank you. <laughs> All right, I, I am Colleen, I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, so yeah, I appreciate, I appreciate your share, Tom. I'm also someone that has taken this thing into the 400. And, you know, even in OA, sometimes I find myself feeling like, am I even too sick for this program? Like, you know, and um, I'm someone who's in another fellowship and I have always struggled with the concept of a power, powerful enough to save me from myself, you know, because no matter what I do, I just, it's, you know, it, it's an insane path to self-destruction. You know, you take away one thing, and I'll just do something else. But, uh, you know, actually finding the root cause and conditions, it's, it's very difficult. I've done a four step and gone over a fifth step. I can identify the defects, but I still don't understand, like, what is really driving this thing? Like, you know, part of my thinking is just like, let me see how far I can take this at this point. Like, this is insane. And I feel like I'm killing myself, but I still am powerless to stop. And, you know, I just like this, the name of this meeting, obviously, um, 
you know, being like of your own understanding. And the thing is like, I don't have an understanding. Like I've, I understand that there's a God and I'm not it, but I can't seem to like wrap my head around a concept of something power, like powerful enough that that will work in my life to really solve this problem. Because I've been doing this my whole life in one form or another. And like, I'm so tired and I'm, I'm just like so tired, you know? And, uh, it, it's, like I said, it is even hard in a way to find people that have taken it to the extremes that I have and um, feeling like they can understand, you know, to that level, like, you know, what it's like. And um, I don't know, maybe that's just my thinking, but I'm just, I'm kind of like starting to come back around after being away for a while. I was kind of, I was kind of digging in for a few months there, really, like really trying to give this my, my best effort. And, you know, it just got so overwhelming that I just, I, and I would just wasn't felt like I wasn't ready. I couldn't, I can't wrap my head around the concept of being free from this, even though I do want to be. So, you know, I don't know if that's completely on topic, but if anyone, you know, has any experience with that or can help me, I appreciate it. Thank you for sharing, Pauline. And I'll just say, if you're not already plugged in with our fellowship community, we invite you to um, connect with us on WhatsApp. Um, I can post that link again in a few seconds. Um, let's now go to Lita. There you go, Lita. All right. Grateful for that. Thanks so much, Victoria. Um, Lita, compulsive overeater. Tom, thank you so much for your share and distilling everything down to the nuts and bolts. That's um, an ability that I don't really have is to make things quite as succinct sometimes as I'd like them to do. Sometimes in addition to programming being more and more, my fourth step was the more and more thing. Um, I came into program and initially um, I was Goldilocks when it came to sponsors too big, too small, not right, too strict, too lax. And um, the sponsor that I had prior to the sponsor that I have now gave me a very different fourth step to do that was not the one as outlined in the big book. And basically, um, it was a PhD on fourth step, you know, since my early, early days. And I was told that I had to write for at least a minute a day. And after almost a year and a half, I was well into 400 pages. And I thought there was no way I was ever going to work the 12 steps because I was just going to continue working on my fourth step. And it was going to become a leather bound edition. And then my sponsor moved and I prayed and I meditated and I got another sponsor who began taking me through the steps in the big book. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, the fourth step, big, looming large, lots of fears, lots of concerns, lots of worries about what it was going to be like, what it was the last time. And when she said that we were going to be doing the fourth step, she told me that um, brevity was key. And I had it, it, I had two weeks in which to complete it. Uh, mind blown. But somehow it was doable. It was definable. Um, I couldn't write, you know, epic documents. I just needed to synthesize things down to what they were. And I was so, so, so grateful when we went through that and I did my fifth step 
And I found out that it was, as the big book describes, not a big, scary monster like a cockroach out to get you. It was very simply a fact-finding expedition and all these things that I harbored resentment and shame and every other creepy character defect over, I was pretty much told that, yeah, yeah, um, I did that. I heard that a lot from other people. And, and it was such an amazing revelatory process to me to find out that all of this sludge that I had been trudging with for all these years, I had a part in. Like, I was actually part of that whole process. I wasn't just the victim. Gentle time. Thank you. Mind blown. Um, best thing I've ever did, done in my life. So grateful to my sponsor. February 25th will be a day I will remember forever. Thank you. Thank you, Lita. We will now stop the recording for unrecorded shares.